Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We're part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for. And this week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at some hard NES games. I know a lot of you guys have New Year's resolutions to completing some NES games in your backlog, so we're breaking down our top 10 NES hard games in this episode. But before we get into it, here's a word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at GetDeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, everyone? I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm NES Addict. And welcome to episode 40 of the Weekly War Pipe. 40 and counting. Nice. Nice. Good stuff, for sure. We've been uh, covering a lot of topics on the warp pipe here and uh we're glad for any new listeners or if you've been listening since episode one the og the OG warp pipe crew that's right we oh need a name we need a name for these people for the for the for the weekly warp pipe people yeah <laughs> we'll have to get some name suggestions on if you want to leave comments on youtube i don't know what they could be because like taylor swift has like the swifties you know do we okay. have the pipers i don't know <laughs> be like the rowdy rowdy piper fans yeah the pipers we'll see if that sticks <laughs> warped the warped pipers i don't know i just did get some new merch i didn't pick it up yet it, it arrived at my mom's house but so we have the uh the mugs i got magnets and stickers and i just got some um pins like buttons or not really Ooh. buttons they're not enamel pins they're like acrylic pins if that makes sense of the logo so they're almost like plastic with like you know the little post and you gotcha if you check out the weekly you could probably see a picture on there um and pick some up so not like old school band pins that you would wear like on your hat or your right that i would that i would call a button button i guess okay because yeah i had those when i was in a band we made those are pretty easy merch to get made yeah (laughs) what are we talking about this week jay we are talking about uh, the hardest NES games, also known as NES hard. There we go. Yeah, I figured it'd be a fun topic because a lot of people, when we did our New Year's resolution episode, they kind of had goals and beating, you know, certain games maybe in, in their back backlog or, or whatnot or games they haven't beaten in their childhood. And it's like, you know what? 2023 is a year. going to beat these games. So that'd be cool to... We each did our own top 10 list of uh, kind of the hardest games we thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a few of these on this list are on my list for 2023 as well. So. And this could tie back to uh, one of our early episodes as well. When we get into the discussion, um, whether using safe states is cheating. Do you really beat the game? You can listen to the episode to see how we feel about that. Yeah. Is it episode two? I don't even know which episode it is, but uh, I don't know either. You'll have to go back and check it out, though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
to, to top it off with the list, I started with um, certainly all of these are hard. I want to say this one was the hardest, but Ninja should Gaiden we, 3. Should, oh, what are you say? I was going to say, should we start with the hardest or should we start with the easiest and work our way to the hardest? Oh, I, I mean, I just put it in any order. Essentially. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I did do Ninja Gaiden 3 Ancient Ship of Doom. Yeah, that one. That one's the toughest of the three, mainly because of the limited amount of continues you have. Right. That definitely hurts it because with the other two, you you could just keep practicing. You know, you're stuck at whatever level six. You could keep continuing going over and over again. But with Ancient Ship of Doom, I think they give you only three continues. Yeah. I want to say. And then that's it. You have to start from the beginning of the game. Work your way back up to whatever level you're stuck at, and then try again until you die. Yep, uh, that made my list as well. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of cheated and also put number one. I put one and three. I got a cop out on that. Um, I think two's the easiest of the three. Two is the one I had the least amount of difficulty with. I've beaten all three of them legitly, uh, but legitimately one, one um, mm-hmm. like. Oh man, it grades your nerves as you have to go through level six over and over. Unless you're just a pro like Mega Dan 29. That's it. And and you can beat Jack Wheel on the first try, which I cannot. Uh as a matter of fact, on my NES classic, I did use a save state on Jack Wheel. Okay. Just to practice him. So right. that way when I played through it, I could just go all the way through. And I finally at one point I figured out a pattern for him that I could manage, but uh I will tell you the last time I tried it that had slipped my brain and I wasn't able to do it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ninja Gaiden three, um, that there's, I think the last level has like a bunch of spikes that come in and out. Oh, okay. Do you oh, remember like that? that? That like pushes you off the wall. Like yeah. it comes like 3d. So you kind of have to, you, you kind of have to know exactly where to go. And then, uh, I think the, the, the final bosses aren't quite as bad as, to me, the second form of Jack Wheel on Ninja Gaiden 1 is the worst, but um, they're not easy either, though. Right, right. But uh, that game, hard. I had to practice for like weeks before I finally beat that because, I, I mean, I played it on the NES, a real NES. The real deal. I play, the real so deal. I, I play most of my games um, on the classic systems. It's, it's, uh, it's modded, so I have all the games on there and the ability to save state makes it easier for when I'm live streaming. I can choose whatever game to play rather than I did stream a new NES game that came out called full quiet brand new NES game 2023 on my original NES. And I'm using a retro tink to upscale it so I could plug it into my Elgato. So then you can, you know, capture footage or stream it. So I could stream straight from the NES to go classic with it, but you know, it's just easier on the on the NES classic. You're talking some rock solid production stuff now. <laughs> He's all up into the upscaling, Gary. Shout out to Gary. Love you, Gary, if you're out there. <laughs> what do you got number two on your list, Jay? Um, so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of work my way up from the bottom. Um, okay. this this isn't this is a game that I've also beaten. Um I think it's the hardest of the three. Uh Castlevania three. That also made my list. <laughs> um, it gets pretty challenging towards the end. Um, it's not that bad. And there's also branching pathways. Right. That's what kind of makes it more unique and difficult because maybe you're stuck on one branching path. So you have to go back and maybe choose the other path. 
Yeah, I know there's definitely an easier way and a harder way. Um, I don't remember which is which, but um, I've beaten it multiple times, at least five. And um, it's a really enjoyable game. And I think the thing that I, the reason I rated this game lower as far as difficulty yeah, is because it does have a password system. Oh, okay. So That's right. you, you can yeah, you don't have to you don't have to start from the beginning and play the whole thing over. You can kind of save your progress. Yeah. Which is nice, especially for that game. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I, I played through it on I had like a handheld um with some games on it. So I played through it on there just kind of on the go because I felt that was pretty easy. Um yeah. Yeah, certainly hard, but I mean definitely doable with practice and with the passwords you can always come back to where you got stuck and can do it again. And that game, um, I don't consider the final bosses, well, the, the final, final boss, the final form of Dracula. I don't consider him to be super difficult, but more just some of the stair climbing and platforming and, and enemy placement in those last like two, three levels before you get there that just cause a lot of deaths on your way. It's like the hardest boss the stairs yeah exactly <laughs> like so random you're like what yeah it's true though that's and yeah it's it's super challenging um i picked this one i bet you it doesn't make a lot of people's list um but i put on there the original metroid i can totally see why you would put that on there um it is hard i got my metroid shirt on i have been on a metroid kick let me tell you i've been streaming metroid fusion on uh, my YouTube channel, and then I've been on TikTok going through Super Metroid. Um, and Such I also, a good game. Yeah, I haven't beaten in years, so I was like, you know what? Let me go through this again. And um, what was it? I beat that game a couple uh, weeks ago on my SNES Classic. Got my uh, got my Nintendo Power here, so I could get some tips and tricks. But the so the original Metroid, right? Classic game, super fun, creepy atmosphere, and all that. But it makes it so difficult. There's no map. So it's There's like, no map. Where am I going? Um, you know, maybe places start to look the same and you're unsure how to move forward. Maybe you need a certain power up and you're not, you definitely need to get a Nintendo power. If you want to get anywhere in that game or use, you know, a walkthrough or something like that. That's why I prefer playing Metroid zero mission on the game boy advance, which is a remake of the original and it gives you that map and it kind of held your head in a little bit. You know, it tells you, all right, you need to go here. Here's your target. Area. Right. Right. Um, so I usually play through that once a year. Um, of course, the originals, a classic. I will say this, this is a fun fact. If you've seen one of my videos, I have Metroid on my play choice 10 arcade cabinet and I have the play choice where it has dual screens and it actually gives you a map on the second screen. No way. It doesn't, update like where you are but it shows you like blocks and it gives like question mark blocks where like something could be so that i thought that was pretty neat that's interesting so that's on the play choice 10 yeah only the version because there's a single cab like you only have one monitor mine yeah. has the dual so on the second top screen you can choose you can select it it'll say like instructions or you can choose the map that's really cool uh, i can't imagine anybody ever beating metroid on a play choice 10 could you imagine how long you'd have to sit there <laughs> i mean right, unless like, you owned it like yourself like that's true yeah i wonder 
I haven't tried. I, I mean, would assume, would passwords work on the play choice? I would assume. I would assume so. But man, I mean, I guess you could always play it for a while, get your password and come right. back a week later and pop it back in. But man, I just couldn't see anybody doing it in one setting. Right. Uh, yeah. Unless you're, you know, I don't know what a speed run in the game goes goes for like what maybe two hours maybe uh, probably less i bet if you're like skipping uh certain stuff and you're really good at the game but again playing with like a joystick rather than a deep yeah i'm not not a fan i'm not a fan i'll be honest with you uh i have one uh arcade one-up cabinet and it's the final fight cab and that's because that was a big game for me when i was a kid and more Mm. importantly i got it for 50 bucks but um i will say that having a a arcade one-up cab i much prefer home consoles oh, okay to, to to the joystick i think that's why i also never use my uh nes advantage it's like a more of a nes disadvantage <laughs> nice but um yeah i mean the, the map thing was probably a super challenging part to get through as a kid um i know a lot of kids like made homemade maps on like graph paper right which is, which is brilliant uh, a brilliant idea but also could you imagine how time consuming that is? I mean, I could see getting this game back in the day in the eighties and literally playing it for like six months, like yeah. diving into it. And I don't think people that are getting into retro gaming have that kind of attention span or time to like do that with a game. They're no, like, absolutely not. I mean, like spe- now that we're all adults, especially. Um, yeah. Now, if I would have been slightly older in the eighties, mm-hmm. like, I think you have to be a certain age. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, it seems like uh, Tyler from my retro life, his cousin Manny didn't let anything stop him and he seemed pretty young. But um, I think, uh, I think all that time in, in drawing maps out and right. locating items. Cause some of that stuff is, it's easier to find maybe in super Metroid because what you're seeing is more clear and also, mm-hmm. you've already been through the original Metroid, so you know they put pl- things in really obscure placement. Right, right. Hidden rooms and all that. Yeah, but some of that stuff on the first one, like, if you don't know it's there, like, unless you just shoot every single wall, kind of like on Zelda, where you mm-hmm. burn uh, every single burn bush. Every, and burn, bomb every yeah, brick. And- <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, I, just, I can't imagine having that kind of time. I guess you have to be, like, 10 years old in 1988. <laughs> That's it. All right, let's see. Metroid, great, great one. Um, Here's a game I picked up a couple weeks ago because I realized I hadn't really played it that much. I I honestly didn't understand the concept of it. Uh, I had to watch a little video, and then I kind of figured it out. Okay. But Street Fighter 2010. Oh, okay. That game is tough, and and apparently it's really long because I played it for about an hour, and I don't think I was very far into it. No kidding. I mean, I've only seen the AVGN episode of it. I don't think I ever personally played it. Yeah. So basically, uh, each level is like a screen and, you know, maybe there's some leeway up and down or left and right, you know, but it's it's not like uh, a side scroller where you're going to go for a, a long distance. Right. And you have a target that you have to fight which is where I guess they get the street fighter thing. Cause imagine like the real street fighter that we all know, like Ryu and Ken. Right. But you have a slightly bigger m- map, almost, uh, almost like, um, 
what's that game ever smash bros as i say similar to smash bros when it pulls out and you got this bigger yeah map area so it kind of has like a smash brothers feel to it and so you have to you have to kill the target and then you move on to the next level now there are some levels where it's more like a side scrolling like uh like you have to get through this part as the screen's moving and pushing you forward um so there's a variety on there i would say more of them are the fighting the one-on-one one v one fighting like smash bros but um I think that game's just really long, but it's also tough. And from what I remember on AVGN, mm-hmm. there's a time limit, which oh, makes it challenging at the end. More, yeah. Like yeah, you, you have to do all these things in like a short certain amount of time. And if it doesn't happen, then you're starting over. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate when yeah, they add it. I, I guess that was maybe from the arcade days. They were like, let's put time limits in games. And it's like that extra added difficulty where it's now now you're rushed to get through and find stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I do like that on Metroid, though, because they only use it at the end. Right, where you benefit like, oh, it gives you replay value. Oh, I, um, you know, try to beat it quicker and I can get a better ending. Well, that and I'm also referring to um, once you defeat Mother Brain, you only oh, have yes. so many seconds to like get out alive. Right. The little countdown. Destruction yeah, that's that's kind of fun. Another one uh, on my list here with uh, time and matter that makes you uh, rush. Marble Madness. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to beat that game for a while. I played it a ton as a kid. And, you know, you get to those later levels and you're you're falling off the edge. Doo, doo, and you're like, let's go. And then the timer's going down and you want to go faster, but then you're going to fall off the edge more. Or you need to get speed to make a jump. And you're like, what is happening? So am I mistaken that that game only has like five or six levels? I think it is very short. Yes, it probably only has five or six levels. Um, I'm pretty sure I've gotten to level at least four, maybe five. I've never I think I've only gotten to three, but I also haven't played that game a ton since, you know, I have a huge backlog. But I saw a guy speed run it. It might have been. I don't know. It's the guy that has the mustache and looks like a cowboy. Oh, oh, um. Oh shoot! I watch him a ton too. What the heck is his name? Oh no! Me. He looks great. He goes and smash. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he uh, dude, he destroyed that game. Oh no doubt, no doubt. I think yeah. he beat it in like less than three minutes. He does these um Arcalade um marathons where he'll have like seven NES games he's gonna be on live stream like lined up. Yeah, it's crazy. I think his name's Arcus. Arcus, that's probably it. Yeah, definitely check him out. He's he's a good one. Yeah, dude, Marble Madness. That's a good one. That's a that's a it's a game I, you don't really think about. Right. That's off. what I said. I, I bet you people didn't put that on like, oh, when you say NES hard, you're like Marble Madness. Nah. Yeah, that's kind of like Snake Rattle and Roll a little bit. True. I played that a ton growing up as well. That's funny. I never <laughs> never never beat that one either. That I didn't know fun. I didn't know those games existed until I became the NES addict and started collecting. So nice. Um, my next one. Uh, I beat this game a couple years back on a live stream. It took like four to six hours. Um, it's notably hard because they make you play it twice. Oh, Go- Ghost and Goblins. Of course, I think that was the last one on my list. Yeah, when you think NES hard, of course, it's Ghost and Goblins. Ghost and Goblins is tough because of some of the enemy placements just relentless. Well, well, they pop up from the ground, too. So maybe you're making a jump and you're midway in the air and they're coming up and you're like, what am I going to do? Yeah. 
and and super Go ghosts and goblins on the super nintendo is crazy hard too but yeah um i was able to get through it now the forgiving thing about ghosts and goblins um much like ninja gaiden one and two is that mm -hmm. you have unlimited continues so That's the it. game isn't over until you say it's over right you could just leave your nes on go to school yeah <laughs> come back and <laughs> so i have a funny story about when i beat that game um, okay uh captain retro was driving through greenville for some reason I, he was coming from a convention picking up a pinball machine or something i think he was coming <laughs> from a convention and he okay texted me or called me he's like hey man i just need somewhere to stop for like an hour do you care if i swing by your house and i was like no that's fine so he showed up right as i was at the last level and like five minutes after he showed up i beat it and i was like dude you're my good luck charm <laughs> nice yeah that's a good one i can't say i don't think i ever beat that with safe states without them uh on the original as or anything I've, I've gotten pretty far into it but yeah. don't you don't you have to have a special weapon Right to beat the boss or no? Yeah, they. I can't remember what it is. They drop right oh, there. Oh, the, the shield. It is the shield. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have the shield. shield. The final boss isn't that bad. Um, it's just like the level design. That's what it is. Yeah, it's and and it's basically two hit deaths. Like yep. once you lose your armor, now now you're tiptoeing around. It's it's it is very important to learn uh where you can respawn the armor. That helps a lot. Right, and to make sure it's like oh, it's not going to be one of the magic magician evil guys or whatever yeah and you never want to get the fire right or if you by accidentally get the fire and then you're like darn it i yeah. had the knife i had the now knife I the, now i have the fire rule number one get the knife as avgina says <laughs> have you a little off topic have you gotten the remake on switch i have not no it's on my wish list i think it's like 30 bucks mm. for like and i'm like it's a digital game thirty dollars like i'm waiting for a sale so the way i feel about that is i still need to finish the super nintendo version so before i would even consider buying that mm -hmm. i want to beat the super nintendo one okay so fair enough you know uh before we get into the rest of the list we'll take a quick break and hear from some other podcasts on the dorkening podcast network there we uh think you guys should be checking out Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you do you like gaming you know this game would be better if it was a battle royale do you like technology i bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale do you like movies tv shows and everything else that me and nate can't agree on the last Jedi was easily the best star wars film i have ever seen that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my entire life Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. 
You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Redoctopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Yorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. And we're back. All right. What else we got for NES hard games? Um, I'm going to go with another. No, you know what? <laughs> so many number threes have made the list. Yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're like, you know, one and two. We're good. We're going to we're going to crank up the difficulty. And I put uh, Double Dragon three, the sacred stones. Yeah. On the list. Yeah. I've never beaten the second one or the third one, only the first. But I feel like the second you get a little bit better chance because you can play two player at the same time. So I think maybe that'll help you. I mean, maybe it won't. I don't know if, if, if your player two keeps dying or dropping off an edge. <laughs> maybe you won't get too far. But yeah, three, three again with. Ninja Gaiden, it's uh I believe they don't give you any continues. Oh wow. I think it's just the lives that you have. Oh wow, okay. If I'm not mistaken. I haven't played it in, in a minute, but I remember it being that hard where like, okay, you really gotta memorize everything because you only have like four lives or whatever to get through the game. I feel like the hit detection on that game is a little wonky. Right. Is it can it be iffy. Yeah, it can be a little iffy. Like on the first game and the second game, I feel like you you know, you can almost feel the contact you make with okay. people the way they the way the controls are made. I don't mm -hmm. know, I, and I don't think I like the some of the artwork on the second one. And when I, when I say artwork, I'm referring to the character design. I like them okay. much better in the first two. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with how hard it is, just by preference, and maybe why I've avoided it some. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I picked it up because you got to complete the trilogy, uh, but certainly difficult i'll probably go through it and most likely use the uh the old save state method and see how far we could get use it as go. a as a, a means of practice there you go i'll have to watch you when you do that russ because I, I think i've only popped it in to play maybe the part of the first level and i was like ah, i don't like this as much as the first one right right the first one is my preference even um i get a lot of flack for saying this but it's controversial so i'll say it but um I prefer the first Double Dragon to River City Ransom. Oh. And my reason why is I don't like RPG stuff very very much. Right. right. So I don't I don't want to buy uh sushi to get health. <laughs> I, I don't wanna, have to read a book to learn. I don't want yeah, I don't want to read a fist. book. Exactly. I just want to continue to punch your face in and kick your shins in and then, you know, then I'll level up. It's funny is I I've never really played River City Ransom on the NES. But I did enjoy 
um, Tokyo Rumble on 3DS, River City Ransom Tokyo Rumble, and River City Girls that just came out recently. And the second one's coming out as well. Um, so I did enjoy playing those. But yeah, like you said, I just want to pop in a game and then just, you know, hit hit a couple punch buttons and blow through the enemies. I'm not walking around and That's why I hate Breath and... of the Wild. I don't want to cook <laughs> a salmon with a, a monster eye and a, a bone of a... You don't put the monster eye in there. It's going to be bad food. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I get you. I'm just being a a jerk right now. (laughs) What else else you got on your list? All right. Let's see. Uh, Here is another game that I've beaten. This game is super duper hard. It took me five and a half months to beat. playing it almost every day, sometimes twice a day. I had a lot of time on my hands back then. (laughs) I only worked the weekends. That's why. Uh, Battletoads. Gotta have Battletoads on there for sure. Battletoads, man, they throw some some crazy stuff at you in that game. Um, but I I did slowly progress. Uh, right. the, the level that made me want to give up the most is the one where you're riding on that big one wheel thing where you're holding on by like handlebars and you have to make all these precision turns. Um, I don't think I even made it to that level. Basically, if you if you don't make the turn precisely enough, you lose mm-hmm. speed. And the okay. thing behind you catches up and gets you. I got you. And I bet I played that level two, maybe three weeks. I remember calling Todd. My, you guys probably remember Todd, Creepy Todd, back in the day in my videos. <laughs> and I was like, how in the heck did you beat this? Like, I... I, I tried to use the advantage. I tried to use the NES Max. I figured because it has a little slide cycling right. thing. Like, maybe mm-hmm. that... Like eventually, after a lot of programming, my brain finally got those turns down and I could get through there somehow. But I almost gave up on that level. I will say, if you guys are looking to beat this game, you can look up uh, Bootsy from AVGN um, channel. He put a good tutorial on there. And I will say, if you look in the comments section, you will see a lot of my comments because I watched that video (laughs) over and over and over. And eventually beat the game. So I I also have my own tutorial that I put up to as well. If anybody wants to check that out, nice over and at it, the NES Attic. NES Attic on on e, on eBay, cheese on YouTube, <laughs> and uh and I put where I beat the game on there too. Oh, cool episode of Beat It on there because I that was too good not to document. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stick with my theme of uh games you probably wouldn't suspect to be on NES hard list. Maybe you would. Maybe you would suspect this one. The Karate Kid. Yeah. I tried to play that a couple months back. It's So they start you off with the tournament. Oftentimes, I can't get past the tournament. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? I'm just jamming on the buttons and, you know, I can't defeat the uh, the other enemy. You have to defeat the, I think there's like three people in the tournament. And then you actually start the side-scrolling portion of the game. But I wonder how many kids back in the day just like couldn't get past that tournament part. It was like, this game sucks. Why did I rent it? You got to sweep the leg, Russ. That's it. You got to sweep it. You can do the crane kick in there as well. <laughs> that is a game I want to beat. I think that's beatable. It's definitely if you watch, uh, I think Tyler from Generation Gap Gaming put out a video on how to beat it or at least broke it down enough. Yeah. With tips and tricks. Um, I played it a ton. I enjoyed the movies in the 80s. And you got Cobra Kai out, so I feel like a lot of people will re- revisit that game um, and hopefully stick with it and beat it. 
They have the fun bonus uh, scenes where you can chop the ice, catch the uh, the fly or karate chop that anvil for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> karate chop um, and anvils. Ouch. One trick that I've seen um, is if you can get two enemies behind you and you walk forward, no new enemies will spawn. Okay. So you can kind of just cruise through the level and hopefully make it over any platforms you have to jump. Um, but that was like a trick in the later levels where the enemies were a little bit more difficult. You can, you know, get two behind you and you're like, all right, let's make a run for it. I might stream that on TikTok. I was playing that six months ago, maybe. And uh, I got like level three, maybe four. Yeah. And it's got some good music. I enjoy it. I ended up, I did make a uh, custom Karate Kid uh nes controller um for tyler and he put it in his video um so yeah if you want to check out that video just search up russ lyman custom karate kid nes controller you can see a cool video i made it like bamboo that's cool good old generation get gaming tyler was the man he still Heck is yeah. the man it's not like he's dead he's still alive <laughs> i messaged him he hasn't he hasn't messaged me back i want to wish him a happy new year and see how things I, are going i sent him a picture of himself at christmas because i have his mullet boy sticker Oh, nice. Yeah. And I just said Merry Christmas and he just laughed. Nice. Um, Up next for me, uh, this is a game that I've played a few times. Maybe not enough. What do you got there? What are we, what are we seeing? Oh, that's cool. There's, there's the controller you can kind of see. For yeah. those of you look, that can watch on YouTube, that's a good looking controller. Um, Kid Icarus. Oh, yeah. Wow. That game's hard, man. Dude, so hard. You know who's really good at that game? Mm -mm. Jeff from Smash JT. I watched him beat it several summers ago on a live stream. Oh, just like straight through. Just dude, I was like so impressed. I was like, dang, Jeff, like you got some skills. Like that game's hard. I think he must have had as a kid though and kind of knew what to do. But right, I didn't have that one growing up. I, I actually got it on the 3DS when you were yeah. able to buy like NES games, and I think that was the only way I was able to get far in it because on the 3DS it let you do the save states and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. Uh, I get, I, I fall down those pits a lot. Like the ones that vertically scroll, you know? Oh yes. Yeah. Cause a lot of the early levels are all just vertical levels. Yeah. Until you break into the horizontal and then it's almost more exploring. Um, and it's like, Oh, I don't have enough hearts and I made it to the shop and I can't buy anything. And <laughs> now the shop's closed. Cause you can only go at once. Yeah, that was a game I never played as a kid, so I didn't get it until I collected NES games. But um, it's I think it's a, I don't think it gets enough credit. I don't think people talk about that game enough. And yeah, he was in. I mean, he's in Smash Brothers Pit. So yeah. you would think maybe we would get a new uh, Kid Icarus type game. We got the one Kid, Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS. Yeah, which got a lot of bad flack because of I guess the controls that they opted to use it the game literally comes with a uh holder for your 3ds system that you could put it on because you need to like use both hands for controlling movement i think with oh, the stylus weird. or something and i was like what what is this yeah that's i don't like that already that makes me not even want to try it um but yeah and he would kid, kid Icarus, uh slash pit was also in that uh Captain in the video master, the game master cartoon. That's right. Yeah. He, he made a comeback in there. Um, so it was like, Oh, 
maybe I never played that game growing up. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? What else we got? Um, here's one that is definitely not on Jay's list because I know he's good at the game, but I'm not that great at it. Super C. Super C. I beat that on a stream the other day. I feel like I'm not great at this game, and I think it's hard because I played the original so much. I played Contra so much. It's kind of embedded in your brain, like where everything is, where the enemies are coming out, so you could beat it. Um, can't say, though, that I beat it without 30 live code. Um, regular Contra with Super C. They don't give you the 30 live code. You do get a different code, and I think you can get 10 guys. 10 or 12. I can't remember. Yeah, so it's not a full whole sh whole shebang of guys. But yeah, again, I haven't played it that much, so I don't have these le levels memorized. So it's like I keep dying, and I'm like, oh, what is going on? I used to think that Contra was my favorite between the two. Um, I, th I think they're both... Almost, it's almost equally good. Sometimes mm -hmm. I like Super C better, but I'll tell you what makes Super C more difficult than Contra. This is okay. my opinion. In Super C, you have a lot more enemies that attack you from behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So instead of Contra, where it's kind of just always moving forward, Super C, you have to watch your back like all the time. So that's what makes it better to have like two player action where you can, okay, I'm going to cover the back while you advance forward. Yeah, I don't know. Level. I don't know. I could still see that getting precarious with the well, somebody else got to drag I, along. Was I remember what was it? Three years ago now, maybe was it three? It might even be four years ago, where I came over for Southeast Game Exchange, and uh, me and Riff played the game on on a, on a quick play on my channel, and he was like, "I was like, let's make a fun quick play." So when you die, we'll switch the controller. And hand it to someone else. And I thought it'd be fun. And I die like, you know, a minute or two into the thing. And then he's playing for like 15 minutes. Like <laughs> he, he had an amazing run and shout out to, to, to Riff. I got his retro Liberty shirt on now, but, um, they, uh, he, it was so funny because I was trying to tell him what to do on this, like certain, where to go or, on this yeah. certain level. And I think that I, I knew what I meant, but I mm -hmm. didn't enunciate what i meant very well right. or i didn't say it communicate it right um, communicate it but um and he was like you told me to do this you're <laughs> so mad because he, he was having an epic run he probably would have beat the game if i kept my mouth shut <laughs> sorry so, sorry aaron yeah that's that video is still up on the channel to check it out i think it came up as a uh in my time hop thing and i was like oh i remember that because that was a really that was a really fun night everybody was at my house i think that was like the first year like a lot of people were at my house and yeah, because we recorded a few uh, quick plays there. Like me and you did a, uh, did a game. Me, me and Riff did a game. I was like, oh, while we're here, let's get some content going. Yeah, it's always the case. How many more you got on your list? I have one left. I got four, so we're good. Oh, okay. So I'll let you go. I'll All go, right. and then you finish it up. So uh, I got uh, The Adventures of Bio Billy. Oh, yeah, huh? I feel like this game is hard for... Because of... I. I I don't know. I think BioBilly has poor programming. The okay. Hit, the That's hit detection, what I was say, hit detection, yeah. Hit detection on the game is whack. It should be it should be like Double Dragon. Mm -hmm. When you when you hit somebody, you should hit them, but it always feels like you can't find where you're supposed to be. And I feel like I forget if I'm wrong or not, but I feel like they take a lot of hits too. 
to like get they the do energy out. like uh, like it like, should be like two hits and like two, move on maybe three yeah i could yeah. see that but and it's like six or like eight <laughs> it's so slow yeah that game is slow i don't i don't find it very fun either so i don't find myself wanting to come back to play it I do think they changed the game up, though. I think you have a shooting level where you can use your zapper and maybe something else. But um, right, the ambition was there, and it was definitely different. And you know, they had the cool cover art. Bet you, uh, you know, a lot of kids were watching Crocodile Dundee movie came out, and they're like, "Buy you Billy, okay, I can relate to this." And like, yeah, let's check it out. And then maybe it was disappointed at how difficult it was. I think it had potential if they had just fixed the hit detection and maybe like you said lowered the amount of hits. I know Mega Dan's beat this game and a few other people, but I don't find it fun enough to keep coming back to it. Right, to put that that time in to actually complete it. Right. Um the last one on my list, I put the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought you might put that. Um, I haven't beaten it. Um I've gotten to the uh, warehouse area, I guess, before you find the Technodrome. Yep. And that was it. <laughs> and I think I've only done that one time. So when you say warehouse, uh, is it like it's dark and there's these little things with flashlights flying around and you're going in these different... different it, almost looks like a, it almost looks like a hangar. A hangar, yes. Yeah, that area. Yeah, um, you're pretty close once you get there. Uh, Ninja Turtles is overall an easy game with a few hard parts. Um, okay. I would say the hardest parts are um, at first that damn level can be really tricky until you get the hang of it. Right. Diffusing the bombs. And you basically have to use all four of your turtles because that pink algae that kills you is a uh, it's, you know, that one part in that level, they make it where you have to almost be perfect. I think I've gotten through it one time where I got hit. hit. No, I, I think I, still oh, got okay. hit. I got hit once, but um, I think that's the least I've ever gotten hit. But um, that part's hard. There's one part where you have to drop down these like these little levels perfectly okay. while these while these spikes are coming in on you. Oh, okay. And if you I don't, don't remember if that, you don't yeah. drop that perfect, you'll get hit by the spikes. And they put a pizza over there too to entice you, but don't <laughs> don't get it. That is a that is not what you want. Um, and then. I think the van level can be challenging if you don't know where you're going. I basically watched the walkthrough and just memorized it. Mm -hmm. And then the level after that, where you're kind of going down in these sewers and you're trying to, there, there's like these hill, these planes flying over, dropping bombs on you when you're on the street level, that part can be hard just cause it's, it's a uh, once it's kind of like the van level where you just need to know where you're going. And then other than that, the last, the last, um, like screen before you get a shredder. Okay. Is relentlessly hard. There's these guys flying around with these jetpacks with these guns and all these enemies coming at you. But uh if you can get through there, shredder's the easiest part of the whole game. Well that's a relief because it's like by the time you get to that end part, it's like you have no health or maybe you only have two turtles and you're like, ah, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see why you put that on there. The only reason, yeah, I love that game. It's an amazing game. I didn't appreciate it as a kid. Yeah, I mean, some people give it flack. Like, they obviously go from playing the arcade version where it's a beat-em-up, and then the other two Turtle games that came out at NES were beat-em-ups. Yep. So this was the only, like, adventure-style game. Um, certainly fun. I played it a bunch, and, you know, maybe they didn't have all the enemies in it from the show, but you got Bebop and Rocksteady. So you're like, 
There you go. I always assumed those other enemies were from Dimension X. Okay. That, that was my explanation as a child. You're like, sure, flamethrower or flame guy or whatever. He's from Dimension X. He's got Dimension be. X, the little bug things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, why not? Makes sense. As an adult, it is my favorite of the three. As a okay. kid, I would have said number two. I didn't yeah, know yeah. I didn't know the third one existed. Gotcha. All right. I have three left, so I'll kind of bang them out here. Uh, this one is one that I actually said last week was on my um, New Year's resolutions of games to beat, and that is Little Nemo the Dream Master. Yes. Yep. Super fun game. Uh, amazing animation. Uh, real cool, cool concept. Cool concept. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was taken from a cartoon way back when. Um, you know, I think it's a Capcom game, and I mean, overall, it's really good. It's just it gets difficult. The train part, I think we discussed, was hard. Right, because you're moving, it's constantly moving, but you're also have to watch out for like spikes or like maybe there's a wall you and you have to like jump on a pillar to jump over the wall or yep. you can get smushed. So it's like oh, I get a lot of memorization. Yeah, a lot of memorization. I I may have gotten past it once, but yeah, that's that's a challenging game. But I'd like to put it in the books. Um, and the next two games, um, both shooters, uh, I find Gradius extremely hard. It's tough with a lot of those shooters because they bank on you upgrading your ship. And once you lose all those upgrades in a further part of the level, it's hard to get back into your flow, I'd say. Yeah, I find that Life Force, in my opinion, is a better game. It seems a little faster. I think mm -hmm. Gradius seems kind of slow. Excuse slow me. Moving. Yeah. And um. Yeah, it's kind of slow moving, and I don't know. I, I prefer Life Force. I, I can't beat Life Force either, at least not without the code. Um, I think yeah. any of the shooter games I played growing up, I I never beat Life yeah. Force, Stinger. Um, what was the one with the uh, like angels? Oh, uh, Guardian oh Guardian Legend. There's Guardian Legend, but are, are you talking Legendary Wings? Legendary Wings. Yeah, he looks like Archangel from X Men. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's hard. They're all but fun, yeah. but yeah, I never beat any of them. Yeah, they, they're they're hard. And um, so with that, this last one is is kind of like a combination of both those. Uh, I think this is probably the hardest NES game of all time. And not because it's like broken. I don't think it's broken. I just think it's insanely difficult. Okay. Silver Surfer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tough one for sure. Bootsy can beat it too. Oh, does he have a video on that one? Or? Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Like he just I'll have to watch that one. He just knows. And I feel like a lot of kids were, you know, into X Men, and you're like, "Oh, Silver Surfer, yeah." You know, reading the comics or whatever, and you're like, "Let me play this," and like, start it up, die in two seconds, like, boom. Right that's away. that's honestly, I did a TikTok video for it, and it's like, as soon as it started, I was dead. I was like, <laughs> how? how? It's like, how do you progress? How do you practice if it's over that fast? Yeah. And the other thing, too, is it's not clear uh, what in the background or foreground, even, I guess, Can what's acceptable to touch and what's not. Yes. Yeah. And also it makes it um, seem like this Silver Surfer as a person isn't strong, where he's in the comics, like a fairly strong superhero. Yeah. He and is the like... biggest wuss of all time. A duck <laughs> can kill him. Yes. It's like, come on. Like, why? Why one hit deaths? Like, yeah. 
give it a life bar <laughs> please it's not a it's not like it's an arcade game where they're looking to get quarters out of you like oh i died let me put another quarter in and you could kind of progress because you're putting money in it's like you're at home with a console like give me a life bar it is relentlessly hard it's 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 angering how hard it is that's why you throw the controller oh yeah <laughs> F this game I'm done i will say the controllers you know they can take a take a licking I've tossed many, many controllers uh, playing Nintendo growing up, and they your, also worked. Your controller will outstand your television if you throw it at the screen. <laughs> right. Oh, true. Russ, did you have any honorable mentions? I did not. I just did the straight 10 on there, so no honorable mentions. I'll just name them real quick. I said Mega Man 1, yep. mostly because of the mustard monster guy. The, <laughs> the, the, the yellow devil. Yellow devil. Uh, Fester's Quest. Yeah, I remember running that as a kid and being like, what the heck do I do? And then uh, another Sunsoft game. This is a game I wish I could get into, but I can't. Blaster Master. I was going to say, Bla- Blaster Master was almost going to make my list. I really, really enjoyed the remake, Blaster Master Zero, mm-hmm. which you could get on Switch, and they have three of them. Um, but yeah, the original one on NES. Again, almost like Metroid. It's so large, you don't know where to go. And yeah. there's no map. Yep. And you're like, okay, I, I need boundaries. Yeah. So, Great yeah. soundtrack, though. So I guess if you're just wandering around, at least you got some good tunes. There you go. NES hard games. Yeah. So let us know if any of these made your list. Do you plan on beating any of these games or, I guess, other games? What games have you beat off this list? I'd like to know that, too. All right, me, me personally or the people? No, the, 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 the people, the people listening. <laughs> people listening. Okay. And did you use save states or were, you know, beat it straight up like Jay? <laughs> Raising the roof. <laughs> Guys, if you want to pick up some merch, you can head to the weekly We got mugs, uh, magnets, stickers, and now pins as well. Maybe I'll get hats next. I don't know. That'd be cool. Do the warp pipe on here. I got the bit by bit hats. Could do a t-shirt and a, and a hat of the logo here. I, I'm gonna get that mug. I swear. I just depends on when. It's gonna be. A I only use it for the weekly warp pipe, and I drink. I drink water out of it. If anyone's wondering, I never have tea in here. I should have done some hot cocoa near Christmas time, but don't let him lie to you. That's vodka. <laughs> um, yeah. If you guys want to follow me, I'm on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It's all at Russ Lyman. If you want to check Jay out, I'm on TikTok. Uh mainly only uh i mean if you want to subscribe to my youtube channel there's years of content to watch <laughs> nothing oh, yeah. new though but um yeah and but most importantly i'm right here every saturday with my buddy russ lyman on the weekly warp pipe that's right as always guys i'm russ lyman and keep your world fun bit by bit take care guys